What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Hefty. I brought you to fry. I guarantee you'll get a big bang out of it. <laughs> My baby. Baby? Oh, no. Naughty baby mustn't try to run away. Mother Pink! Oh, here, Daddy. Kiss your son. Daddy scared me. Stop scaring the baby. Pokey Smoke for Winkle Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Tooncast Classic and Tooncast Beyond. I'm, of course, TFG and Mike. Joining me is Doug Abel from Talking About My Generation. Hello. Hello, sir. And also joining us is TV's Mr. Neil. And now here's something we hope you'll really like. You are so wrong. <laughs> you are so evil. Well, it's one of our most famous roles. Uh, yes, it is. But, you know... Uh... Well, uh, Granny doesn't have any quotes. Sure she does. Granny has... Has yeah. what? I, I thought I thought Buddy Tat. No, 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 no. Uh, Granny, it was the episode where Sam. It was a Bugs and and Sam episode where she got chased around the house. She was a rich old lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, folks. Now that uh, Neil has brought the show down even more, I'm gonna bring it down even more than that. Sadly, legendary voice actress June Foray has passed away and she is no longer with us uh i mean she was 99 she lived a full life i assume you know mm. and every she was, re- she was recording all the way up through two, uh 2015 so yeah up until years ago come on <laughs> yeah no i know i know that and I'm, I'm just saying it's like you know everybody's like oh why do you make such a big deal of this stuff everybody's going to die eventually well yeah that's true but you know a lot of these people in 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 the voiceover industry and and in hollywood in general you know they affect our lives well not all of us can be out in hollywood you know um well except for those that live south of hollywood uh, <laughs> i know right um but yes, uh, we are here to remember June Foray, her her various roles and and other things. Do you remember the first cartoon of hers that you saw, Neil? Uh, it was probably a Looney Tunes cartoon. 
either that or you know what there she was in tom and jerry she was in disney cartoons she was in everything so mm -hmm. it could have been anything it could have been bullwinkle yeah hokey smokes right you know right. <laughs> what about you doug oh god for me i honestly i would have to say it was probably uh as jokey smurf in smurfs i you know i mean i did see uh you know, Rocky and Bullwinkle, and I saw, you know, I, I saw Gummy Bears and all that, but it wasn't until after I'd seen the Smurfs. So that was probably the first time I remember ever hearing her voice. And, you know, God help me, I didn't realize that she did Jokey Smurf until about probably five or six years ago. It just didn't dawn on me that that was her. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was the best Smurf, by the way. I love Jokey Smurf. Jokey oh, yeah. was awesome. Even more than Brainy. Yeah, Brainy's Brainy's just a blue version of Donatello. But Brainy's funny. <laughs> clumsy, clumsy, clumsy. <laughs> oh, for me, it any number of the Witch Hazel Looney Tune cartoons. Obviously, Rocky and Bullwinkle, uh, the Smurfs. Um, one of the big ones later like after all of that was she was lena hyena in who framed roger rabbit right <laughs> um i did not know that she was the grandmother in mulan at the time i found that out later but yeah she was in mulan mm -hmm. uh and you know you know like you said you know she she you know did various disney voices and and other things like that um she always and you you'd never got a chance to meet her at comic-con did you doug actually i did yeah uh, that's what i figured i well let me let me explain how that how that went down it was not a it was kind of a very nice to meet you miss foray and she goes Oh, uh, I, she couldn't hear for, she couldn't hear for shit. Which you know, oh. she was, she was in her nineties. So at the yeah. time, I can't blame her for not being able to hear me very well. Yeah. Uh, but Mark, Mark Evanier brought her in. Uh, I want to say this was probably like 20, 2011, 2012, something like that. Mm -hmm. And she was at a panel, and they were talking about her, and he said, he goes, you know what? We had no idea. Nobody had in the Emmy world had any idea that June Foray had not won an Emmy yet. Mm -hmm. So they said, "We've got to do something about that. We're we've got to you know, we got to work to get at her an Emmy because at night it was uh, ninety four. So this would have been four years ago. And he said he put her in. They got her nominated, and he got the call. Mark Evanier got the call before June even had any clue. He got a call saying, hey, June's been nominated. And they, he got her nominated for the Garfield show. And so they brought her in. They were talking about it. And then they announced she had won the Emmy. And it was this huge thing. And he went and he took her to the Emmys. But while she's there, she's talking about it. You know, she's saying, and, he, and Mark is asking her, so, June, do you remember this? And she's like, oh, it was a wonderful thing. And, well, there were a lot of people around. And. Well, I was on my meds, so... <laughs> it, it just, she was very, very sweet, very nice lady. 
but you know, she towards the end, I gotta say, I, I don't think she really had her faculties about her for anything outside of, hey, I'm gonna do my job, I'm gonna record, and that's it. It was yeah. kind of, you know, it was kind of that's what my focus is. I I don't know if it was just that or if she couldn't hear me for anything I was asking her or saying or congratulating her. Mm. That was really, it. Yeah. you know, Mark more focused on on trying to tell her things than anything else so yeah um yeah i did not know i i knew she did some live action stuff i did not know exactly how much but i'm gonna have to now go go hunt down the episode uh god's shoes of married with children because she played scary mary in that oh my god <laughs> um she's always Besides Granny, for all all the various Looney Looney when I, when I when we say Looney Tunes folks, we mean everything. She was always Granny, whether it was Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries, Tiny Tunes, uh, all all that stuff. She was Granny for it all. Um, well, not exactly. She okay, was, most... she's a second Granny. Yeah, because there was uh, oh I forget her name, B something or other, but she was uh, she was actually Granny for a while. She was also the voice of Betty Rubble. Yep. Which is kind of funny because she got teamed with Mel Blanc, so the <laughs> Rubbles were also the, the voices of the Looney Tunes. Yep. But then uh, about 1955 is when they brought June in. June was actually Granny on the uh, on like the storybook vinyls. I, I used to have a lot of these. There were these books that came with like uh, 45 speed, like little little records that you'd play while you're reading the book. Oh and uh, yeah, she was Granny for those. And then uh, after the other actress uh, quit they brought her in to do the cartoons officially mm -hmm. yep <laughs> yeah uh, and she was also uh she also played another witch hazel she was witch hazel in the uh the disney cartoon called trick-or-treat which was a donald duck cartoon <laughs> <laughs> and uh she also played a very similar witch in a tom and jerry cartoon called the flying sorceress oh yeah i remember that yeah my favorite witch hazel cartoon i, I like them all uh, mm -hmm. there, but there's two absolute favorites. It's the one where she gets turned into a hot rabbit at the end, and Bugs is like, "Oh, of course, I know." But aren't they all witches inside? You know, it was one of Chuck Jones's best ones. And the other one was a witch's tangled hair, which is basically, you know, playing on Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, because as in good as I recall, there were a lot of. Uh very politically incorrect jokes in that you know she'd fly the broom backwards and she'd say oh, oh we women you... drivers i had the silly had... thing in reverse oh you saw the cartoon today are you kidding me i watched that like okay look you know we're gonna eventually do another special episode here folks talking about the new boomerang streaming service but ever since i found the boomerang streaming service i made sure all the witch hazel cartoons were on there so i could watch them all i watch a witch's tangled hair on loop and repeat i know every bit of that
double, double, toil and trouble. Fire burn and cauldron bubble. <laughs> Not bad. Land sakes, I almost forgot the most important ingredient. Oh, the little darling's still asleep. Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> What's up, Zaza? Zaza? Oh, you're sweet. Hey, just what I need. A bath! Bath? <laughs> yes, bath! <laughs> Mother, scrub your back. Mother. <laughs> Jaja. Hmm, <laughs> something smells real yummy. Um, what's cooking, witch doctress? out a few things, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, broomsticks. I'll never get dinner cooked at this rate. One of my girlish qualities. <laughs> hey, must cost plenty to heat this pile of rocks. Don't 
Don't stand there like a ninny. Come on up. <laughs> no, I aren't bashful. You With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come down. I'll catch you. As you like it. said to be. Oh, yes, you did so say to be. Remember you said to be. I didn't say to be. Yes, you To said. be or not to be. That is the question. Outside of the, uh, you know, um, outside of the, oh, we, we women drivers, I this outside of that line, favorite thing out of there is when she flies up to the tower and she goes, Hello, Bugs is like, goodbye, he puts like a, a, a anvil in her hand. She goes, good grief. <laughs> Which Hazel is Charlie Brown's mother? Not really. <laughs> sha, sha. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I did not know this, though, but seeing as how the show's coming back, we can't go without talking about... I, I knew one of these characters. I didn't know the other one, and it's been years since I've seen this show. But Ducktales, Mob Beagle, Magic of Dispel, and Mrs. Featherby. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yahoo! We're rolling in the dough. Yeah, but we were rolling donuts. I thought we was gonna disguise this bit like a bakery. Tomorrow we'll bring you back some donuts, sweet thug. I'm gonna do a little shopping. Nothing will stand in the way of what I want most in the world. Ah, what? Turn me back into a man? No, Scrooge McDuck's old number one dime. It's first time Scrooge ever made. It contains the psychic vibrations of every deal, every decision, every dollar Scrooge has ever made. Once I melt that dime and pour it into my amulet, I will be so powerful, not only will I turn you back into my brother, but the world will be mine as well! <laughs> the only reason why I remember Magicka is because <laughs> she seems to be a more sexy witch than Witch Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, you, you start to realize something here. There's there's a theme going on with June. She played pretty much a witch for her entire career. Mm -hmm. Witch Hazel. Uh, she played as obviously Magic of the Spell. When she won her Emmy, it was for a witch that she was playing on the Garfield show. It's like, damn, lady. You know, but I still love her for it. I still think she was absolutely wonderful and very, very much a part of my childhood. And I know mm -hmm. part of my parents' childhood, and I know part of friends, uh, friends' kids, their childhoods. You know, June's been around, and she's going to stay. I, I, even though she's gone, her voice is still going to be remembered for those kids, even long after. Mm -hmm. So Neil and I have a plan for episode 94 of Pixels in the Animation this holiday season. We're going to be talking, at one point in that episode, we're going to be talking about Saturday's Supercade. She was additional voices. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we'll have to keep an, our ears out for, for her watching that. Yeah, she may, <laughs> may or may not be in the episode that I selected. I don't know. <laughs> I can I can show you all the, all the episodes. But we'll figure it out later. Uh, she was in the Incredible Hulk uh, TV series from 82 to 83. Um, Bugs. Oh, she was Granny and Bug. Oh, she was Goldie Mouse, too, in uh, Bugs Bunny's third movie, 1001 Rabbit Tales. Uh, oh, yeah. In fact, actually, now you bring that up, uh, the first Granny cartoon that she was in was that was that uh, Red Riding Hood cartoon. Yep. Come on. Out you go. Out, Granny. Out, 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 out. And stay out! She will be missed, and mm. she left a legacy that no one will ever be able to touch. Uh, she may be the last of the classic voices to finally, uh, finally die off. She deserves to be mentioned in the same uh, in the same breath as uh, Mel Blanc, Dawes Butler, Don Messick, um, well, Stan Freeberg, mm -hmm. John Stevenson, Gary Owen, Gene uh, yeah, Gene Vanderpile. You know, Neil, it's funny that you mentioned that about Mel Blanc. Is yeah. A lot of people, Chuck Jones said, you know, a lot of people say that she's the female Mel Blanc. And mm -hmm. he goes, oh, Mel was the male June Foray. <laughs> and, you know, hearing that, I'm kind of like, you know, he's got a point. She did so damn many voices. I miss her. I, I already miss the woman. She's gone. You know, mm -hmm. it's like. Another thing I saw her in uh, was uh, an episode of Get Smart. Oh, really? Yeah, and and only two ninety nine from nineteen seventy. She was Imposter ninety nine's quote unquote real voice. Uh, she was Sandra in the Brady Bunch. One oh, episode. Guess. Well, there's a reason I might have missed that. It's the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, I mean, the woman has done so many things over her lifetime and over all of our lifetimes as well. Uh, she was in an episode of Gilligan's Island. Good night, sweet skipper. I think I saw that one. I've, I've seen quite a few of them, but mm. some that I missed, obviously. 
Yep. I mean, she will always be remembered for all all the voices that she has done, and hers is you know like Neil said, she may be one of the last or the last of the classical voice actors, mm-hmm. voice actresses, but. Anytime you heard that voice, you knew. Even if you didn't know her name at the time, you knew who that was. It's like, oh yeah, that's the same lady that does this or does that or whatever else. And it was just so, so amazing. And, you know, like I said, she left us with, you know, a legacy of a lifetime. I remember, I remember seeing, and this is really kind of, really has sucked me in even more to voice actors was the movie trailer for I Know That Voice. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing it on Gizmodo of all places, which is kind of odd. But they showed her, and she's going through, and they showed like all these different voice actors. You know, Rob Paulson, E.G. Daly, uh, John DiMaggio. And they get to a short clip, and they show June Foray. And she's sitting there, and she's talking about doing Rocky the Flying Squirrel. And all of a sudden, she just slides right into Rocky's voice. And I'm going, my God, the woman is 90 if she's a day. And she's pulling it off like like it's nothing. Just right into the voice. And it, that, you know, you hear that, and, and people are, you know, I, I'm sure that people hearing that, you know, even my parents would be like, Oh my God, she can still do this voice. You know, that's my childhood. You know, Rob Paulson even said that when he worked with her one day, he asked her to say, Miss Frey, would you please just say Hokey Smokes for me? And she did it, and he goes, Oh my God, I'm sitting in front of my TV in 1963. Again, he goes, I'm in my pajamas watching Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. All these voice actors are, are talking about her and, you know, props it really is something when you think about it because they respected her so much and you know it's she's gone and they're not gonna have that legacy anymore to carry on they are the legacy not i don't want to put down as saying that they're not good because all those voice actors are very good you know like i said rob paulson uh tress mcneil uh you know, Frank Welker, they're all great, but they're the next generation. They're not the originals who really started out doing this. Like, you know, like Neil mentioned, you know, Dawes Butler, uh, you know, Gary Owens and such. Yeah. Mm. Pinto Kalvig. Yeah. You know, Paul Freeze, you know, come on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she is just one of those ones that will always be remembered no matter what. Because, as I said, her voice is just everywhere. Yeah. I heard a rumor, and I have yet to be able to confirm this, that I know that voice is becoming a TV series. Really? It is. That was confirmed at Comic-Con. John DiMaggio is working with it. Bob Bergen has also confirmed it. Uh they're moving forward on it, and I think it's an absolutely wonderful thing that they're going to be going on. Oh, it. absolutely. Everybody, those, all these voice actors need the recognition. They they deserve it. You know, they absolutely deserve all the hard work that they put in. Now, June Foray, again, we, we talk about her voice and how we all heard her voice, 
but nobody knew what she looked like. Nobody had any clue. And, you know, nobody realized how hard she worked and all the things that she's done until now that we're talking about it. Mm. I mean, I had known simply because of Rob's podcast, Talking Tunes and other things like that, because that, uh, I remember him saying either after the fact or before the, I think it was after the fact, she wasn't going to come on unless it was a live audience. Yeah. So that's why they did the live talking tunes with June Foray. Um, you know, and going back and listening to that again is just, it's such a great, great listen to hear her tell her stories. And, uh, it, yeah, just so many voices. Or was it? She, she actually did a voice for. Um... God, there was a doll, and I can't for the life of me remember what the doll was. Now I gotta go look it up and see. Kid sister? <laughs> no, no, no. It's like well before that. Oh, okay. Uh, because they, they made fun of it in. Well, they. I don't want to say they made fun of it. They kind of spoofed it in uh, an episode of the Twilight Zone called Taki Tina. Mm-hmm. And I say, God, now I'm looking for it to see if I can find it here where they talked about. Uh. Neil, any other thoughts while he's looking that up? Uh, just something that is kind of a television mystery for me because uh, we got to we got to keep up our uh, our quota here. There was an episode of the Transformers, Mike. Oh no! <laughs> oh, where no. Uh, where uh, Wheelie's voice changed for like one scene, and he—I swear to God—he slipped into Rocky the Flying Squirrel, and I don't know to this day if that was June Foray who did it. And I'll tell you the line. It's it was uh, Planet I Know, but Decepticons follow. It's from Five Faces of Darkness, part okay. two or part three. I don't know, one of those. Um, but I swear to God, it sounds like her. Hmm. But she, I don't, to, my, to the best of my knowledge, she was never credited on that show. No, I don't think she was at all. And <laughs> I don't know how that would happen unless it was like an ADR backup thing, and unless yeah. something happened with Frank that day. Yeah, because uh, Frank was wheelie, and I I know the line. Yeah. Um, it's like one of the weirdest voice changes in the in the middle of a show. Yeah. Yeah, you you'd almost expect it to say you know the, you know pull the soap opera gag. The voice of wheelie is now being played by Jim Foray. They pull the bandages off of off a of wheelie, and it's June. <laughs> <laughs> Found it. Yes, I did. Uh, so basically, Mattel had a doll called Chatty Kathy. Oh yeah, I remember Chatty Kathy. Pull the string, and all of a sudden, Chatty Kathy starts talking. Well, June yeah. did the voice of Chatty Kathy. Oh wow. So you know you have that, and then when they did the the evil doll on the Twilight Zone Twilight Zone episode Living Doll. She was the voice of Talkie Tina as well. Oh, wow. So, really creepy thing. And you're like, oh, dude, I don't know if I want my kids to play with a Chatty Cathy anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's awesome. That is so, so awesome. But, yes, June Foray, she will be missed. Uh, like I've already said, she's left a legacy that will last. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Best way beyond our lifetime. Um... You can't go without watching any number of Looney Tunes stuff to Tom and Jerry to any of that other stuff without recognizing her voice. Um, I often thought that Grammy Gummy from the Gummy Bears was just an older, deeper version of Granny from the Looney Tunes. (laughs) Well, one of the great Gummy Medallion. But Zummy, where would a human child get his hands on a great medallion? Oh, the same, the same voice, same actress, but... Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I know, but... Different changes. Yeah, at, 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 at times with Grammy from, from Gummy Bears, she's got a few vocal inflections that are different than Granny from Looney Tunes. All right, you say your grandfather gave it to you. Where did he get it? He found it when he was a boy. In a ruined city, way up in the Western Mountains. <clears throat> Could I have something to drink? No. Grumpy Gummy, you have the manners of a belly goat. Bless you, child. Of course we'll get you a drink. Because Gr- Grammy from the Gummy Bears is a little bit more sassy than, than Granny from Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Granny from Looney Tunes was kind of just... I don't, I don't want to say airheaded, but she was kind of kind of flighty and kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Gummy Gummy was was more let's get cooking, let's get things done, and mm-hmm. talk back to me, dude. Yep. Granny from the Looney Tunes had a touch of uh, senility, a little yeah. senile. <laughs> yes, she she did. Except the, the the only episode I don't I don't think I ever saw that in is when the episode when she played a nurse. Because Sylvester and Tweety and the dog were all chasing each other. They all end up in the hospital. And while they're in the hospital, Sylvester tries to get the get Tweety. And the dog tries to stop Sylvester. And they have all these, you know, hijinxes with crutches and wheelchairs and everything else. And, you know, they get better and they leave at the, at the end of it. And next thing you know, you hear a giant car screeching tires. And, and Granny the Nurse just, you know, she just put... She just put the the charts in in the outpatient, and you know she goes, oh well, I guess they'll be back, or she says something. I forget what she says, and she puts them back. Hey, in. Sarah, Sarah. Yeah, that's what it gets. What it is. <laughs> I taught, I taught a pretty cat.
putty cat. Good morning. And how are my patients today? And how's the doggy's limb this morning? <laughs> oh, still tender, eh? Well, maybe that will teach you to stop chasing the pussycat. And how's the <laughs> pussyfoot today? <laughs> still sensitive? Well, maybe now you'll leave that little birdie alone. I hope this teaches both of you a lesson. Oh, the poor little Tweety bird. Let's make you a little more comfortable. Now you'll be good boys and get some rest. Uh-oh, I don't like to walk in that pretty cat's eyes.
That's in uh, Daffy Duck's Fantastic Island as well. Yeah. That is a funny cartoon. Yeah, it is. Uh, so here, here's a little tidbit. Did you guys know that June was really the one that started the Annie Awards? Really? No. Yeah. She came up with the idea back in 1972. Uh, she also helped create uh, ASIFA Hollywood, which is the Association International to Film Animation. Or the International Animated Film Association. Hmm. Uh, and she came up with that, and she noticed that there really wasn't any awards for for animation or for voice actors or anything like that. So she pushed forward to it, and they finally got it. Now in, uh, let me see, where was it here? In 95, 1995, Asifa established the June Foray Award. And it's kind of a... It's kind of like a lifetime achievement award for an, for animation. Mm. Uh, you know, really, I I think that's great. You know, she got the first; she was the first recipient of that award. Well, you know, that seems kind of uh, you know kind of obvious to me. Hey, you got to give it to June Foray for her recognition. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, the fact that she pushed for that and she got that uh, from. June also petitioned to get the Academy Award for Best Animation Animated Feature. Uh, so if we didn't have that, we wouldn't be seeing things like Beauty and the Beast being up there, or uh, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, uh, Cars. You know, all these all these animated films that we've seen in recent years, we wouldn't mm. have had a category for those within you know within the Motion Picture Association. So we have June to thank for that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, she was, you know, she along with Mel, I mean, they they set the pace and everybody's still keeping up. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and you know, it's going to it's going to be just like Mel where it's going to take an army of people to replace her. Oh, yeah. There's no there is no one woman out there that can do the voice of granny the way that june did it um if they ever do another rocky and bullwinkle anything whether it's cartoon or live action or whatever there's no way that they could replace either Mm -hmm. one of them um i mean you know jason alexander as boris was kind of funny but uh, whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah it it you know yeah you're right same thing like with mel it is going to take an army to replace them um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Tress could do it. Maybe Tress McNeil could, has a voice in her re- repertoire that she could use that would be she would, closest that I would put up there. And even that, I would think that I would wonder if Tress would be like, oh, that's almost sacrilege to, to step yeah. on. You know, yeah. not, not that Tress isn't good. I'm just wondering if that's how she would feel about it, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. 
But I mean, look at everybody, and I and I know it's been almost you know 30 years since since Mel died. But look at uh, look at all the different voices for Bugs now. You know, you had Billy West, you had Jeff Bergman, you had I think Bob Bergen did it a couple of times, not often, but um, you know you've got all these other people that are you know playing Bugs now. Um, same thing with Daffy. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, what's really going to be crazy is, you know, somebody having to find a replacement for Cummings for Taz, because outside of Mel Blanc, Jim Cummings is the only person I know that can voice Taz. Oh, that's going to be a dark day when he goes. <laughs> He's still young, as far as I know. So, I mean, we've got a while. I'm not trying to I sit, know. you know, but it's just one of those things where. You know, someone like June Foray passes away and you think, uh, okay, so what happens if some of the others that have taken over Mel's roles, what ha- you know, what happens to them? You know, what's... hopefully we'll all be gone by then, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> this is really turning very, very morbid. Uh, any final thoughts, Doug? You know, I think I've said it all. She was just a great woman. I'm glad I met her once. And, you know, she's going to be missed. That's really it. Yep. Neil? Well, I said that she was, she might be the last of the classic voices. And I understand it's a very arbitrary line to draw, but I do believe she is the last of the, of the theatrical actors to pass away yeah. from the uh, from the old shorts. Yeah, I mean, you know, she was 99 years old when she passed. And the Looney Tunes stuff started, what, early 20s? early mid 20s something like that yeah so i mean <laughs> that's a very very long career well she would have uh well, she would have been three when that started but uh, i know but i'm but i'm saying that i'm thinking that she was uh, active around like the mid 40s yeah yeah well according to wikipedia she was active from 1930 to 2014 so it's a long haul. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very much. Uh, as for me, I will always remember her as Witch Hazel and as Granny, uh, and as a few of the other voices she does. Obviously, Jokey Smurf and Grammy Gummy and whatever else. Actually, that's that's coming up later this year maybe for christmas we are going to have the disney afternoon spotlight here on tooncast beyond and we are going to be covering the gummy the adventures of the gummy bears so we'll have more june foray coverage later what were you going to say neil i was going to throw in natasha badenoff yep natasha as well yep boris and natasha hopefully they're you know, I, this has nothing to do with June, but there was another live-action uh, a Boris and Natasha movie, I think, made in the '80s or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was actually better than the uh, than the than the CGI Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, it it was 1993. Had Dave Thomas as Boris. I forget yeah. the name of the woman who did Natasha, but they Dave actually... Thomas is in the Wendy's guy. No, 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 no. Uh, the actor Dave Thomas, who who used to be on uh... the Great White North. Yeah, great was one. he one, one of the Second City actors, I think? Yeah, he was. He was also with uh, Brett Butler in her show that she had for a while on ABC, and I can't for the life of me remember what the name of it was. Yeah. Courage Under Fire? 
that's it. Yes. I can't believe I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Grace Under Fire. That's what it was. Grace, un- yeah, Grace Under Fire. That's what it is. I was close. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> played in there with it, and then uh, actually because because of that, June Frey did make a cameo in that film. Oh. Uh, she, she comes up asking Natasha for an autograph, and she's doing the whole Natasha voice while she's doing it. It was it was like this quick thing, and I heard it, and I went, "Hey." That's the lady who is the voice of Natasha. <laughs> I've never seen that '93 and going. That's kind of weird, but okay. Yeah, yeah. That that Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. That was around the time where we weren't quite sure if that CG was good or bad. It's like, is this okay? You know. Now we look back at it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't watch that movie. <laughs> the. The CGI one was, it was okay. It wasn't mm. like god. There, there are worse things out there than that. It wasn't. Rocky. It wasn't quite the Incredible Bulk. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or Crouching Tiger, Hidden Hulk. Uh, Let me just jump from mountain to mountain. Yay! All right, folks. June Foray, may she rest in peace. Uh, Doug, do you want to say anything else? I think we're good for right now. Uh, go ahead, move on, Neil. How about you? <laughs> well, I'm going to fast track the uh, the commentary that Mike and I did for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That, that <laughs> will be up on that will be up on August first. <laughs> <laughs> Just because June's in that, and I thought, well, I might as well uh, throw this out here as quickly as I can. I'm honestly surprised you hadn't put it out already since the news of her passing. <laughs> well, I had already had stuff in the in the pike, and I was like, eh, yeah. where can I fit this in? <laughs> All right. Uh, Doug, where can the people find you online, sir? Uh, well, once I get talking about my generation launched again, you'll be able to find me there. Uh, we will also have, uh, you can find me at S-P-R-Z-O-U-T out on Twitter. I know you're going to make fun of that. Go right ahead, Mike. Uh, Neil, where can the people find you? p <laughs> on Twitter. Just oh, God, I made, fun, I made fun of both of them. Holy crap. <laughs> just cn.com is what, my website. And if you want to hear the podcast that I just mentioned, it's The Big Bad Movie Show. You can find it on patreon.com slash Neil. And that's it. Awesome. Wow. I completely forgot. I have two co-hosts that I make fun of both of their Twitters for different reasons. Holy crap. All right. Uh, we will catch you next time here on Tooncast Beyond with episode 75. Whenever a tugboat chugs upstream, you'll always see it puffing out steam. A happy tugboat seems to sing a toot, 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 and a ding, ding, ding. Oh, a tugboat whistle goes toot, toot, toot. It toots high and it toots low, but the toot, toot, toot doesn't mean a hoot. It's a chugga, chugga, chugga that makes it go. Your plan worked. Moose and squirrel are out of the way at last. You said it, Guido. Leave the boy alone, Gruffy Gummy. He's rude and he's trustworthy. Thank you, ma'am. My name's Kevin, by the way. 
Well, what a polite young man. Kevin, you've met Gruffy. This is Sunny Gummy. I'm Grammy Gummy. Wait, let me guess. You're Tummy Gummy. <laughs> right. Zummy Gummy, our keeper of gummy wisdom. And I'm Cubby Gummy. I'm gonna be a great knight someday. Uh, what was that stuff I drank? Oh, gummy berry juice. We gummies have been making it for centuries. It's what makes us bounce. Oh, yeah, but apparently it has a different effect on humans. Oh, dear, humans. Uh, Kevin, there's something that we must do right away. Please, follow me. As the Grinch took the tree, as he started to shove, he, he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. Santa Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why?
how I ride side saddle. It proves I'm a lady of quality. <laughs> What's the use of being a witch if you don't use witchcraft, out of you. Tell me now, who undoes your hair? Do you like it? Like it? Why, it's absolutely hideous! I did myself up tonight. There's nothing like a home permanent. Oh, but I mustn't be such a selfish hostess. Wait right here and I'll stir up some tea and goodies. Make yourself homely. <laughs> She may not be very pretty now, but she was somebody's baby once. A cup of tea, a cookie, and you. It's a special brew of my own. I think you'll like it. <laughs> Welcome back to Scary Mary's Real Scary Mummy Movie Matinee. <laughs> now, before we get back to our feature called 
What's that in the bathroom? <laughs> we have a special treat for you kids. Our special guest is Al Bundy, shoe salesman. <laughs> I've seen the show. It's excellent. <laughs> this is what you booked him on? Well, every time I called Oprah, it seemed to be lunchtime. <laughs> We're on our way, baby. We're on our way. Kids, Al here says that he was scared out of his bedroom window by a picture of his wife. <laughs> Al says he saw God after he hit the pavement. <laughs> then what happened, Al? Well, Scary Mary, I saw God's shoes. <laughs> Tell us all about it, Al. Well, Mary, believe it or not, people mock me for me having seen God's shoes. They throw things, shoot pellets at me, sick dogs at me. Don't think I don't know some of you kids out there are the ones responsible for it. I'll get you, I swear. But I just persevere with my message. Uh-huh. Well, there you have it, boys and girls. Al Bundy. You might want to check under your beds for him tonight. <laughs> and now, back to our movie. Wait, wait a second. I was told I could sell my shoes on this show. Your producers promised me. Look, buddy, what do you want from me? I'm just a hand in a crummy sock. Well, you, you'll be a sock full of bloody knuckles if I don't get the pill of my shoes here. I'm on a holy mission. Hey, stagehands, stagehands, here. God's shoes, get they're real comfortable. Mary See, here. the socks are already built in. Kids, See, if you're by great. the point. I'm myself. See? 911. 